Dateline, 5th of January, 2015, folks. Well, Happy New Year, folks, and welcome back to the Australia Desk for episode 331. Hey, Grant, did you realise they had a show last week? I didn't even know. Those little did, devils. Did they? Did they? Ah, what were we doing? So we I think we were on the beach, weren't we? I think we missed the memo. Sorry about that, Max. Yeah, I think I think we were busy being on the beach, actually. Oh, well, oh, well. Well, what can we talk about? Let's not kick off by talking about Qantas. Well, not quite yet anyway. Let's talk about some other people that might be uh, sunning it away on the beach. There might be some ex-Western uh, Australian police chopper pilots It looks like they're granted, Grant. You know what happens whenever I think of police helicopters, Grant? Oh, I think I know, because I probably think the same thing. Oh, so cruel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, the uh, the headline here that we see in, of all places, Yahoo News. Yahoo News says here that Western Australia's two police helicopters have been grounded since last Saturday after the sudden resignation of two senior pilots, leaving the state without eyes in the sky for chases, patrols and searches. That's right, mate. They're supposed to have five pilots. They were down to four. They were still managing to make things work. But uh, unfortunately, uh, there seems to be a bit of, of a tiff going on inside. Uh, we've got some uh, rumours floating around that uh, the civilian pilots Pilots may not have appreciated uh, some of the things that were going on from the uh, the ways that the uh, boys in blue operate or expected them to operate. We're not 100% sure what's gone on, but basically two pilots, including their chief pilot, have gone. And of course, as uh, any AOC holder would know, as soon as you lose your chief pilot, the airline or aircraft operation has to cease because without a chief pilot, you're not allowed to operate. So uh, yeah, their chief pilot's gone. So apparently the uh, Pol Air guys are working very closely with CASA at the moment to try and find a way to keep uh, flying while they recruit a new chief pilot. Well, this might be good news to any hoons and people that are speeding and stuff over there in Western Australia, but I tell you what, Grant, it's, it's interesting that uh, the way they uh, staff these helicopters with a mix of civilian uh, crews and sworn police officers. Now, uh, we here in Victoria, I don't think it works that way, although uh, our police helicopter fleet here in Victoria is uh, run by a private operator, but it's crewed by sworn members. Yeah, I believe I, from when we were chatting to the guys a while ago, uh, all the uh, all the crew on board, the pilots and the rescue guys in the back, they uh, and the operators and so on, they're all they're all cops. So yeah, I guess that makes things a bit different. Absolutely, mate, and it's an end of an era for those pilots, I suppose. But it's also the end of an era recently, Grant, for Qantas's 767 fleet. Now, we've been talking about this pending retirement for several episodes last year. Well, uh, over the Christmas break, it finally happened with the operation of the final 767 passenger revenue flight, and we'll talk about that in just a sec. But, uh, yeah, VH Oscar Goff Lima was the uh, final passenger service, flew from Melbourne up to Sydney with uh, quite some fanfare, operated by uh, Captain Mike Galvin and First Officer Kiralee's Up, who actually, Grant, is a friend of that's right. Uh, Kiralee is married to Owen, who's been on the show a number of times. And oh, I know that actually, guy. Yeah, we actually had Owen and Kiralee on the show at one point. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, during one of the Avalons. But uh, Oscar Golf Lima finished its last flight uh, along with the others. There were five of them operating the final day of passenger service. And uh, the fun part here is that Oscar Golf Tango has actually flown into the Alice Springs Aircraft Storage Facility, the Asia Pacific Aircraft Storage Facility and uh, a.k.a. the Alice Springs Boneyard. Now, we've been talking about this one for a while now, haven't we, mate? Yeah, in fact, uh, we were going back through the archives here because I remember interviewing Tom Vincent from Asia Pacific Aircraft Storage um, further back than we thought, Grant. It was actually way back in uh, 2011 in episode 65 of Playing Crazy Down Under. So I know it's been uh, quite some time they've been trying to get this uh, Australian version of the Boneyard up and running. And uh, I tell you what, having a former Qantas 767 sitting in there should uh, you know be a big draw card for them. But uh, the rest of those aircraft are heading across to Victorville, or so it seems. It looks like, in fact, OGL has been purchased by WestJet and will be 
running around in North America. Well, that's good for it to keep it running. I mean, the uh, OGL was, I believe, the uh, youngest aircraft of the fleet, wasn't it? Uh, I would say so, mate. You're asking me, although, you know, I haven't actually got my airplane nerd website up. I, I really uh, should have brought that up. You've caught me on the hop there, but anyway, I'll look that up after we've recorded. But Grant, a lot of people have uh, been making a lot of a lot about the fact that it's the final 767 Qantas flight, but it's actually really not because they've still got a 767 running around as a freighter. That's right, mate. This was the final revenue passenger flight. Now, there's been a couple of repositioning flights, of course, still operating as Qantas, but even once all the passenger 767s are gone to boneyards or to other purchases, there is still a 767 flying with a red tail here in Australia. It's one being operated by Qantas's freight division and it's actually an XANA and it's a 767F for freighter and uh, they have that flying across the Tasman taking uh, freight back and forth from uh, New Zealand. Yeah, it's interesting that, uh, you know, the the, uh, the mainline Qantas passenger 767s, you know, they're all sort of uh, built in the 1980s, but this freighter was actually a 2006 build, so it's actually a much more modern 767, so it's not exactly true to say that we won't see Qantas 767s flying around, well, at least there's one left and it'll still be flying in a rather striking Qantas freight livery. Yeah, which is basically white aircraft, red tail. Okay, Grant, and uh, well, I guess uh, as, that, as the celebrations were going on for the 767 retirement, uh, there was no such celebrations recently this week as a regional airline up there in uh, far north Queensland Skytrans shut up shop. But it's not completely a bad news story in this case. That's right, mate. Uh, Skytrans uh, got a bad blow recently when it lost a couple of Queensland government contracts. And uh, they've also had a lot of problem with the higher uh, operating costs due to the weakening Australian dollar. And uh, they've actually had to shut down. But the management there actually quarantined a whole lot of money because they could see the writing was on the wall. They could see things were getting bad. And rather than as some operators might have done, continuing to operate despite the problem, they actually decided that, yeah, things are bad, expenses are up, we don't have the income, we can't keep going, we're going to shut down. But they did a managed shutdown. They've actually made sure that all the employees get their redundancies, their uh, their entitlements and payouts, that suppliers get paid and passengers get refunds. And for an airline, I'm actually really kind of gobsmacked. This is It's not great news, but it's being done so well. It has been really done well, and um, you know it's it's really sad news that some of those services have been given across, I believe, to Rex. Is that right, Brent? Yeah, Rex has picked up a couple of them, but not all. And uh, they're looking at who's going to be flying the uh, remaining routes and so on. But it does look like uh, Rex has picked up a couple of those government contracts. Simon Wilde, the managing director of uh, Sky Trans, says that while at 2nd of January 2015 we have a healthy bank balance due to the uncertain future, I've decided to cease trading. Uh, and again, I confirmed that all superannuation payments are up to date. So he says that the airline paid uh, $2 million in staff entitlements to the 121 staff made redundant in November and early December, and that the final $2 million was paid to the remaining staff just last Friday. So uh, like I say, Grant, uh, not great news, but it could have been a lot worse. And let's face it, like you say, we've seen a lot worse. Um, you think of Compass Airlines and plane, things like that going <laughs> way back. Gee whiz. Well, ANSET, when it went under. And and a lot of the little ones, they often go out and people are owed money. And yet here, this management group actually, uh, yeah, they, they did it right. If you've got to shut it down, do it right. And they have. Well, there you go, Grant. An action-packed Australia desk to kick off 2015. How many years have we been doing this for now? Oh, mate, ages. We started back in 2009. Oh, well, nearly as long as they've been doing this show then. Oh, where would yeah. they have, Where would they be without us, Grant? Where would they be, I wonder? Uh, talking for longer because we're not taking up space. You're, let's not take up any more space. Until next week, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran. Cheers, folks.